Today, actually, it is not the original message which I prepared for today, and uh, actually something was prepared, and it was already done in the worship service. And today I titled the message, The Seven I Am Statement of Jesus Christ. The Seven I Am Statement of Jesus Christ. What does I am mean? By looking at this, why Jesus chose to reveal himself with I am statement. These sensitive statements are not the only way he describes his nature, but they are a unique way and they certainly stand out. The Gospel of John is not the first place we find I am in the Bible, but find the first time we have to go back to Old Testament, Exodus chapter 3, verse 14. Exodus chapter 3, verse 14 says, God said to Moses, I am who I am. And he said, Thus you shall say to the children of Israel, I am as sent me to you. So in this passage, God tells Moses to go to Pharaoh to let the nation of Israel out of captivity. Moses is a little nervous to stand up to the most powerful person in the world. So God told him to tell Pharaoh that I am had sent him. Prior to this, Israelites called God Elohim. This was the title rather than the personal name. Here, God gives a name for his people to call him, but not just any name, the name that conveys his power over all things. He is a powerful, self-sufficient of God, and who is in all, above all, created all, and will always be. This is the meaning and the purpose of God revealed, I am that I am. He is our God. Is he your God? Is he your God? Did he never, I ever expected this experience in your life? And God said, I am that I am. All through our lives, you should have gone through, I don't know, number of experience in our life. Our God is unchanging. What does it mean? It says that. He is powerful. He is sufficient. He is all. All above the creator. He will be with us always. That is the meaning of it. So if that is the meaning of it, how much more we should be confident and say that, yes, he is my God. And as he said, he is that I is to like. Anyhow, I do not know how you can understand this. This name gives himself and used 300 times throughout the Old Testament and the New Testament. In the book of John, there are seven times 
in which Jesus says, I am. Each statement gives us the glimpse of God's character and what he is like. Let's go for these things. Now that we know the significance of I am, let's look at the seven I am statements here. Number one, I am the bread of life. All of you know. John 6, 35. I am the light of the world. John 8, 12. I am the gate for the sheep. John 10, 7. And I am the good shepherd. 10, 11. I am the way, the truth, and the life. John 14, 6. I am the true wine. 15, 1. I am the resurrection and the life. 11.25 So there are many times the same thing is repeated like I am the wine. Of course three times it is there. So I took one. So in seven times even the John recorded in his gospel. So what does, what experience we have in our life, what we understood or what the, the, the impact that bring in our life. So here, number one, it may be a little different I, I have taken. And uh, first one, Jesus is the bread of life. So who needs breads? Who needs breads? Those who are hungry. Right? So here, Jesus said, this guy, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry. And he who believes in me will never be thirsty. Jesus Christ compares himself to the bread here. Just prior to Jesus had fed 5,000 people with the five loaves of bread and the two fish. Yeah, even today this would be an incredible miracle. But in Jesus' day, flood was scarce so that it was even more incredible. Those days it is very difficult to get the day-to-day -day food. As, and as a result, the crowd is always following him. There are some groups of people. And, but Jesus has something more for them. He knows that physical food would only fill them temporarily. But what he has for them is not the physical, but the eternal. In the Old Testament, God sent manna, the bread from heaven, to sustain the Israelites as they were wandered in the wilderness. But that manna only met the temporary need. Eventually, all who ate it, the Bible records, they are died. Jesus is better than that manna. Jesus is better than that manna which we have seen or known from the Old Testament. He is the bread of life and whoever believes in him will have eternal life. Like in many cultures, bread was the main in the diet of the Jewish people. And when Jesus said that he was the bread of life, he was saying that as bread sustains 
them physically he would sustain them spiritually bread is very often used in the parables too jesus has mentioned we know that how important it is how important it is to you the bread in your life can anyone say one word how in but what is the significant one thing we remember all the time week after week the passover don't you remember this is the body of christ which was broken for you jesus said this is my body broken for you as a significant we use the bread now you know what is the how important it is in your life so is it not bringing impact in your spiritual life we have to remember so in bread is not the physical bread bread what you see what you eat on day to day life itself but more than that the spiritual bread for our spiritual life and not only the life the eternal life amen so here he would sustain them spiritual that's why they did not need to look elsewhere for spiritual food for nourishment for sustenance he was their life jesus christ was their life all they needed to do was what what just believe hello i believe that all of you believe that but no one respond to that i am not telling you the stories this is the fact this is the truth the truth is in you the truth was among us am i right so you want me to shout from you so that you respond jesus christ is the bread of life we have that bread of life we live because of that bread <laughs> praise the lord all glory to god so the first name i am is jesus is the bread of life to those who are hungry so we are no more hungry now god has fed us with his bread and we know him we have him where in us amen? amen secondly jesus is the light of the world he said john 8:12 when jesus spoke again to the people he said i am the light of the world whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but will have the light of life is it not in your bible right so just as a food was uh, scarce in that first century so was the light so electricity is not there at that time so you know you can imagine how important it is the light today when we want the light we simply flip a switch and the darkness is gone but in jesus's time when it was dark it was dark 
So when Jesus calls himself the light, it is a big deal. What it is? What makes the statement even more significant in that Jesus said it at the feast of tabernacle. During this feast, the Israelites would light a huge candle holders as a remember of God guiding their ancestors through the wilderness. Jesus is showing them that he is their light. They are guiding before through this world. What was the light when the Lord led the Israelites in the wilderness? What the scripture says? So God was in their presence as a fire. And he led them in the even though they are physically in the wilderness, but there was light. Who was the light? He is the light. He was the light. And now, the reality of the word around us is darkened by sin. Whoever lives in sin, they are considered as they are in darkness. We can see there, brokenness all around us. But we don't have to stumble through it blindly. Just as God was the light that led the Israelites when they were lost in the wilderness, Jesus will light our way through the darkness around us. Jesus is the light in your life. Jesus is the light to your family. As Jesus is the light of the world, he is the light to our life. That's why we are here. The light is in us. Amen? Yeah. So as long as we live in sin, consider that we are in darkness. Since we accepted Christ in us, what the Bible says, what Jesus said, as he is the light, we are the light to the world. Wherever we go, there will be a light. People will know we are his children. The Christ is in them. Our God is the one who is almighty. So we should shine like a stars in the world, wherever you are. See the stars, how many stars are here? Are you the star? Are you called for that? If it is true, you should be seen in your faces, <laughs> in your responses. Shining, how you could see? How you can make out you are shining? Not your dresses alone. The shining it should be from your heart. If it is your heart is shining, your face will shine. Not with the outward things, but inward beauty. Okay. Third, Jesus is the door. What the scripture says, I am the door. John 10, 9. If anyone enters by me, he will be saved. Pay attention to God's word. And will go in and go out and find pasture. Right before this verse, Jesus stated, 
All who ever came before me are thieves and robbers. But the sheep did not hear them. 10.8 Clearly, Jesus is teaching that he is the only way to salvation. The only way to the Heavenly Father. Others may come and try to declare that they are the way to life. But they are thieves and robbers. Jesus is the only true way. There is no other door to enter life except through him. I have no much time to explain this. But you know, you imagine what is the door. Where you are. And what is the position? What is the privileges? So the scripture says, as he is the door, you can come in and you can go out. It is he who protects us. It is you who provides us. As he is, you accept Jesus and believe that he is the door of your life and there is always security. Amen? And he will feed. You can go freely out and you can come freely in. But not everyone knows the door. The door is not open to everyone. But the door is open to you and me. Amen. That's why we are here. We have found the door. Jesus Christ is the door. So what the scripture says, there is no other way. The way is, the, the salvation is only through him. Amen? Jesus is the only true way. Fourthly, Jesus is the good shepherd to those who are lost and wandering. As I said before, the third one, Jesus is the door to those who are standing outside. Here, Jesus is the good shepherd to those who are lost and wandering. So what the scripture says, John 10, 11, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd, what he does? He lays down his life for the sheep. That's why he's a good shepherd. There are many shepherds in the world. But there is only one good shepherd. That shepherd is Jesus Christ. That good shepherd is Jesus Christ. Because everyone may say they give their life, but he already gave his life. That's why we are here. Amen? Amen? Only those who believe can say amen. Rest of them, you keep silent, no problem. So here, sheep and the shepherds were commonly known and understood the concept in Jesus' culture. Just like our dog, our cat, or our parrot our, knows our voices. Sheep also knows their shepherd's voice. How many of you believe that? I believe that because I experienced, I gone behind the goats. So I know that. I call them by name and they listen. Even if they are hiding. By voice, they can recognize they will come. And uh, that, that is the experience. 
So in that case, sheep want to safely pasture, food, water. It is the job of the shepherd to guide and to protect their flock. If you read John 10, 11 to 18, you will see Jesus describes the details level of care he provides for his sheep. Here is what he does. Just I read out to you. He lays down his life for his sheep. He protects the sheep from the attacks. He will not abandon or leave his sheep alone. He cares for the, his sheep. He searches for the sheep and brings them into pen. And he knows his sheep by name. And he loves his sheep. Jesus is the good shepherd because he is displaced Incredible loving care for his sheep. We are sheep of his pasture. He is our good shepherd. We were lost. God, God found us. That's why we are in his pen. Amen? So we have all security, all provision, all protection. And so on, what is said. And the assurance is, he is ready to give his life. As he has given already. It is not anymore, but our responsibility, accept it and live with it. Fifthly, Jesus is the way. The truth and the life. To whom? To those who are lost their ways. Sometimes, some people, they accept Christ... Meantime, half of the way, after years or two or later, they lost their ways. When I saw that, when I, whenever I read that the last son, the last coin and the last sheep, and I used to compare those things, the coin was lost by mistake and she do not know. The same way even the sheep. It was lost. But even though Bible records about the last son, he was not lost by mistake. Willingly he was lost by, get lost by himself. So in the same way, there are people among us. We lost by ourselves, our influence, because we don't follow. Or we are ready to, ready to follow Christ in our life, find it difficult, be lost from his presence. So in that case, for us, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the way and the truth. So there should be no confusion here. There is a bold statement, Jesus is the way. Jesus Christ is the way, the only way, one and only way. We know that way. He is the truth. There is no other truth in this world. How many of you believe that? He is the life. There is no other life. We have life in him. If you have life in Christ, you say Amen. Amen. Right. There are not multiple ways into God the Father. 
there is only one that is jesus christ himself any ideas or concept or philosophies that go against jesus teaching or the word of god or the bible or not the truth many people seems to be searching for truth and they will try with a different ways different because that was the teaching going on but jesus is the truth the way looking for and only in him we do find life so john 8 32 says jesus said and you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free he was talking about himself in this statement when we come to know jesus the truth we will find freedom and we are receive freedom indeed we are free from sin and bondages and sicknesses indeed Amen. sixthly jesus is the wine to those who are fruitless it is god's will for us to be bear much fruits it is not just fruit you know the you know the scripture the john 15:5 says i am the wine you are the branches if a man remains in me and i in him he will bear much fruit apart from me you can do nothing understanding this important concept helps believers to live fruitful and victorious lives jesus commanded us that we should be fruitful and also that is the desire of god and as he saved us and sent us be fruitful in this world by our fruit the world again will know that we are his children fruit never ever be hidden the fruit of the imagine the fruit of the spirit and those fruits has to be seen in us unless you are abide in wine unless you are abide in christ it is not possible to bear fruits in this world or in your life if you believe it if you understood it say amen to that amen. that's right so we must remain depend on him resist the doing the things in our lives uh, in our own strength why we cannot bear fruit in our own strength we should all the time abide in him in his word without him we cannot at the same time we should be ready to be prune and then only we can so in that uh, in in that portion we know there are how many types of the the the, the plants or the vines are there some of them are not bearing fruits some of them bearing fruits some of them the little fruits and god wants are interested in you and me to bear much fruits then only you can accept that is am i am testament jesus is the wine to those who are fruitless that is i am the wine and you are the branches finally <clears throat> jesus is the resurrection and the life to those who are dead spiritually uh, that is my version what the scripture says i am the resurrection and the life that's what jesus said he who believes in me will live even though he dies and whoever lives and believes in me will never die we believe in him we will never die the life is in us amen 
In John 11, we see Jesus as friend Lazarus dying, and he responds. Jesus tells him, grieving sister, Martha, that is Jesus is the resurrection and the life. Jesus is offering the words of hope in the middle of the despair. In him, even death does not have the final say. But these are not just the words that Jesus said. He backed up. A few verses later, he raised again, defeating the death once and for all for us. So in this, that means Jesus is the resurrection life. He brings lives physically, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually dead people. As a conclusion, trying to all together, Exodus 3, 13 and 14, Moses and God were having a conversation. God had just told Moses to go and tell his people that deliverance was near. But Moses wondered how the people would believe that God sent him. Then Moses said to God, Indeed, when I come to the children of Israel and say to them, The God of your fathers has sent to me. And they say to me, What is his name? What shall I say to them? Then God said to Moses, I am who I am. I am who I am. He is the God of Israel. He is our God too. He is the same as he was with Moses. He is with us even today. Amen. So Jesus is the type of Moses. Because he came to deliver people from their sins and their spiritual captivity. John demonstrated that. That I am the Exodus. I am in. Exodus was the physically standing in front of us. Ready to be our shepherd. Our door. To our father. Our life. Our wine. Our light. Our truth. Our bread of life. He is the I am. The God of the now. Ready to be whatever we need him to be in our lives. Our God is the one who is I am. He is, is he your God? Yes. Is he today as he was with Moses? Yes. Let's pray. Hallelujah. I am that I am. That is God for you. Just a quick one. Um, the sevens, I am, I am, the, the seven I am statement of Jesus Christ. Number one, we have heard tonight, the, Jesus is the bread of life. He says, I am the bread of life. Number two, I am the light of the world. Whosoever follow him shall never walk in darkness. Let's put our heart together that we are here, we are following him. Because we will never walk in darkness in the mighty name of Jesus. When he says he is the bread of life, it means you will never go hungry. He will always fill you. It's not just the physical food. You will not lack anything in the mighty name of Jesus. And when he says he is the light, yes, he said when he shines into your life, even the darkness will never comprehend with it. Amen? He is the door. He's ready to open for you so that you can walk through 
and go inside. The good shepherd, he has laid down his life for us. He said, I'm the way and the truth. And number six, I'm divine. Jesus is divine to those who are fruitless. So that's why I said, be fruitful in life in the mighty name of Jesus. And lastly, he said, I am the restoration and life. Very, in the last few weeks, we were told that the stone had been rolled away. Right? Because Jesus is the restoration. I want to talk to you from that end this night. Is there any part of your life that you feel that, yes, Jesus is I am that I am in your life? Is there any area of your life you want him to touch you tonight? After hearing this message, do you have something that, are, that is bothering your mind and you want to roll the stone away? You want to allow I am that I am to walk into your life. You want to allow I am that I am to open that door so that you can walk through. Begin to come forward so that you can lay it before the men of God this night. Should you have anything? You have something that you want God to touch you this night? You have a prayer request? There is something that has been disturbing you. Many things have been are bothering your mind that you don't know. But you want to prophesy the prophecy of I am that I am. Feed me with your bread. In the mighty name of Jesus, begin to talk to God. We are closing now. Talk to God. Open your mouth. Lord, you are the bread of life. Feed me with the, with the bread from you. In the mighty name of Jesus. Talk to God very quickly while you are praying that. Remember to pray again. Lord, you are the light. Let your light shine in my life. Let it shine in my life. In the mighty name of Jesus. He is the door. Father, open the door for me to come in. You might have been outside. What has taken you to outside? Now it is time. Lord, I want to come in. Open the door for me. Confess that your sin, that we allow you to pass through that door and you will never come out again. Talk to God. Talk to God. Commit your journey up and down into the hand of good shepherd. He will shield you. He will protect you. He will be with you wherever you go. He is the way. You will never get lost. He is the truth. He will always reveal himself to you. Talk to God. You are the way and the truth. Father, reveal yourself to me. Reveal yourself to me in the mighty name of Jesus. Talk to God. He is divine. For those that are fruitless, Lord, I want to be fruitful in all my life. I want to be fruitful in my working place, in my call. I want to be fruitful. You know those areas that you want to be fruitful. Jesus is divine to those who are fruitless. Talk to him. He is the restoration. Lord, everything that are dead in my life, Everything that are dead, Father, resurrect them. Let them resurrect in the mighty name of Jesus. Appreciate God that, Lord, I thank you for counting me worthy to be part of the victory night tonight. I thank you for your word that you have revealed. Thank you for those seven beautiful words that you have revealed tonight. Lord, we appreciate you, Lord. We bless your name. We glorify you, Lord. We want to thank you for all the victory night, right from January up to this time. Lord, we appreciate you. This is the fourth one. Thank you for the testimony. Thank you for the one we have shared. Thank you for the one we are going to share. Thank you for the one you are going to do in our life. We lift your name up. We glorify you, Lord. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. Everlasting Father, we appreciate you 
for your son, for your servant that you have used for us tonight. Father, we pray more anointing in the mighty name of Jesus. That you continue to feed him more so that we can hear more from him. Bless him. Bless sister. Bless the work of his hand in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless the congregation that are all part of him in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless his family, his extended family as well in the mighty name of Jesus. And I pray as you go into another new month, you are expecting another victory. And that victory shall be permanent in the mighty name of Jesus. Those areas of your life that you are looking for victory, I am that I am, will reveal himself to you. He will shine that light into your life. He will feed you with that bread of life. And you shall never go hungry in the mighty name of Jesus. He will reveal the truth to you in the mighty name of Jesus. As many that are standing outside, God Almighty will show you the way to pass through that door. And you will come inside. And you will never be thirsty in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. Father, we pray for the blessing we have shared tonight. Our members that are unable to be here, we pray, Almighty God, that you will bless them as well in the mighty name of Jesus. For those that have traveled, we pray they have gone safely, they shall return with testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. And as many that may be planning to travel, the God Almighty will go with you as well in the mighty name of Jesus. And as work resume tomorrow, the presence of God shall go with you in the mighty name of Jesus. The light of God will shine over your work in the mighty name of Jesus. He will feed you in that your working place with benefit in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. We remember those that are in hospital right now. We don't want to know what their ailment may be, whatever it is. Lord, we declare freedom for them in the mighty name of Jesus. We declare healing into their life in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Almighty God. For the rest of the year, our program, they are all in your hands. Take perfect control in the mighty name of Jesus. Even for this week, our vigil night is in your hand. Glorify your name in the mighty name of Jesus. And let your name, let it be glorified in the mighty name of Jesus. As we go here, Father, go ahead of us in Jesus' name. We shall reach our destination safely in the mighty name of Jesus. And when we meet next, it shall be testimony in the mighty name of Jesus. And the victory that God has given you tonight, it shall be permanent in the mighty name of Jesus. Blessed be your holy name, Lord. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Children of God, let us joyfully share the grace together in fellowship. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Do have a wonderful night rest.